Welcome to Ear for Fear. This is Donovan, and this is the podcast where we talk about scary movies. Our movies trying to be scary. Hey, and I'm Rick, and uh, today uh, Donovan and I are going to be talking about 2019's uh, The Cleansing Hour. Uh, before you and I uh, jump into this, uh, let me, uh, I guess, go over uh, what the, the plot or synopsis is about. Uh, Drew and Max run a webcast that streams live exorcisms that are elaborately staged hoaxes. But they get their comeuppance when the actress for their new episode becomes mysteriously possessed by a real demon that holds the crew hostage. In front of a rapidly growing global audience, the demon subjects Max to a series of violent and humiliating challenges meant to punish him for his online charade. With only the show clock remaining, it's a matter of time before either the truth is revealed or the demon forces them to meet their maker. So cleansing hour, 2019. Um, neither you or I had seen this. No, I think I'd recommended it. I think I was just going through like I think I was randomly searching like, hey, you know, I don't know, cool horror movies over the last you know couple of years, and and this one popped up, and I'm like, oh, it looked kind of interesting, you know. I'm like, oh, let's give it a shot, you know. I figure, uh, you know, look kind of cool. Um, I think it's a shutter exclusive. So, you know, they seem to do a lot of these lately. Um, so I guess before we jump into it, spoilers, um, you know, just yeah, let the audience right know. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you, what you think of this movie? Ah, dude, this, I was, this was tough. It's like, I didn't hate this movie. It was weird, man. I was thinking about this. Like there's some, there's some stuff going on in this. It's kind of cool. Um, like the story itself, I think I like a lot. You know, um, but as it kind of played out, it was like, I was weird, man. It was like some stuff was like some of the effects were cool. Some of the ideas are really cool. And then it just became kind of, I don't know, like, like hokey for me. I don't know if that's even the right word. Um, I was thinking like if it, if I was to like rate this and I, I, I rarely like do this, but like a one to 10, this would be like a five or five and a half for me. Like, like I said, it story's cool. Some ideas are cool, but then it became like very religious, very kind of political. I mean, you know, the undertone here seemed to really point at like, you know, the politicians, you know, religion, right? I mean, you know, towards the end with, I guess, you know, the father being the president of this little kid who's ended up, you know, he's, Oh, that, yeah. that's, that wasn't like political in any way in my no, opinion. I, I, no, I, I, I get no, the no. whole of the, you know, that, that no, I guess I like, saw I think, I think the interpretation of that scene. And again, we're in spoiler territories. So we're just going to talk about the ending here, but that scene with the kid is it's like the devil's plan is to like disrupt the entire world. Right. 
So, you know, the president's son was watching. So the powers that be then had the son kill the president, which will then, uh, you know, according to this movie, throw the entire world in disarray. But but do you do you think though? Like I don't think there was like any political message no? there. No, like, not at all. You know, all, maybe man. in in no. in, the, in the in the sense of, let's say the writer, or the director of this movie. You know, they're 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 saying, hey, you know, maybe, you know, America's kind of out of whack, and you know, no, in, honestly, in disarray, and so no. If no? that was the case, they wouldn't have shown like a uh, like the most boring president alive, right? You know? uh, yeah, they would have shown just like a caricature of Trump. Because this movie was made not too long ago, like during Dude, the Trump yeah, presidency. Exactly. Yeah. So no, dude. I, I in fact I think that was about as apolitical as you could get. You think so? Maybe yeah. maybe it's just because we're so like it, you know, the the um the election is still fresh and maybe I I wanted to look into something that just wasn't there. You know? Yeah, for a second there I thought you were we were talking about a different movie. Because I was like, <laughs> what are you what are you talking about? No, even like, because, you know, whenever you talk about like a religious movie and like, I wouldn't call this a religious movie, but it deals with topics of religion. It's kind of hard to not, uh, it's hard to divorce yourself from like religion entirely. Whenever I watch like The Exorcist or something, and I'm not particularly religious, I'm like, oh yeah, this is like the base, um, like mythos of where this movie is operating from is something that I don't believe in, but that doesn't stop me from sort of enjoying or understanding what's happening. Um, so when it comes to this movie, I was like, okay, there's the religious aspect. They obviously know religion. I, I, I'm not even sure what religion they're referencing. You probably know more than me. Is this just like pure Catholicism or seemed like it. Christianity? Yeah, one of the two. And I'm terrible with religion. So you, okay. yeah. 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 Well, like follow like son, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's probably where I get it. <laughs> but so, I mean, that was like the only hurdle for me. I didn't think there was any sort of political thing going on. Okay. So maybe I just and ran into it. Like to that president point, like it's literally just there, like. Like this is going to disrupt the entire world type of thing, which is what the devil wants, right? It makes sense. That's yeah, what. I, yeah. That's how I interpreted that. Okay. Yeah, I probably um, just. Uh, I think if they were going to do that, they would have shown like like pol- politicians like watching the stream, but then like not being possessed by demons. You know what I mean? Oh, like that's like, like true. as like a cheeky little joke. Like oh yeah, politicians oh. are evil anyway. Yeah, like that would yeah. be for me like commentary on like the political system there, right? Um, or right. that they just like had so much control, or like maybe there were already demons, you know, in the same way that uh, I forget her name. I'm not going to remember any names here besides Max, by the way. So Max is the priest. Who's the girlfriend? Elaine. Lane. Lane. Yeah. Elaine or Lane? Lane. Lane. Like, stay in your yeah. lane. Yeah. So like Lane, like she was obviously possessed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like you can just like throw in all all politicians are like quote unquote possessed, and that's why they're evil, right? So no, like this movie could have done way more with that, and because I didn't like do the obvious things, and these are things I just thought of off the top of my head. I don't think they were trying to make sort of any sort of political or even religious message. I do think that the um, sort of demonic religious stuff in this movie is literally just there for fun. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I, and I have a tendency sometimes to overanalyze stuff, as you know. Oh yeah, me too. Um, and that's, I guess, it's important for us when we're talking about like things that are quick to get contentious, like religion is, and be like, "Well, my interpretation was this, which was different." I don't think you're wrong. It's just not how I viewed the movie. Mm-hmm. In fact, I thought I thought the movie was about as popcorn as you can make, while still being kind of like 
dark at times. So like this was, yeah. a, this was definitely a weird, a weird one for me. Right. Like it was, it, I couldn't, I couldn't feel like I, it was tough for me where, where like, if you're going to try to be, like you said, kind of popcorn, more campy or cheap, then I'm on, on board, but they kept, they kept flip-flopping. Like I, yeah. I wasn't sure what they're trying to be here. Like wearing two different hats. Like that, you know, I think when you and I were done watching this, I'd asked you if you thought if they, if they did this on purpose or were they trying to be serious? And I think you would originally, your initial thought was they were trying to be serious with this and, and it came off this other way. Do you still think that after, oh. you know, a couple of days, you know, it's so it, funny. The things I forget. I don't even remember us talking about it. Was about literally it. a couple of days. But ago. I get I get weird when I, like I always get weird after I watch a movie. I just want to like not talk to anyone about anything after I watch a movie. It's like a really big ordeal for me. That's why I always kind of like hated going to movie theaters with people. So like, hey, what do you think? Like I don't know. I'm still processing it. You know what I mean? See, and I love I love the opposite. I love um I love immediately talking about it. Like you know, Morris and I are notorious for that. Going to see a movie and then we immediately spend the next hour or two and we dissect it if it's a good enough movie where we can talk about it. Yeah, I'm the to- I'm the total opposite. I remember I think we saw the departed in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a movie you gotta process a bit. I think I was like not I didn't want to talk to anyone for like a good twelve hours after the departed. You and I thought you and I, I mean, obviously this last year we haven't seen much, but I remember you and I seeing one and then right afterwards you didn't want to talk about it at all. It probably was a Pixar movie like Inside Out or something. No. Because those movies, are, those movies too, I'm like, ah, dude, that was a trip. I those are always, yeah, those are for the most part really good when you're watching them, but they become better when you rewatch them and then you, you kind of learn more about them because they're so in depth, you know, it's like stuff you didn't even think of. It's like, oh, wow. You know, I don't think it was one of those. I, I honestly, I don't remember the last movie we would have seen in a theater. Right. Um, um, so when it comes to this movie, the cleansing hour, um, I agree with you. I think this movie was trying to um, be fun, but uh, it couldn't not take itself seriously. And so it leaned really hard in the sort of horror aspects. Like it almost feels like this comes from a place of them wanting to try to be like the evil dead or the evil dead Two. Well, thank you because earlier on I was thinking this was like a, a really bad attempt at a Sam Raimi movie. Because, uh, and now I, I wouldn't make that comparison lately, but throughout the entire time, Lane, when she's possessed, is making all these like corny jokes. Mm-hmm. And none of the jokes are really landing for me. Um, they tried it, it and it, it didn't work. Um, but, you know, like right from the get go, once we see Lane's uh, possessed and the, the demon is trying to like prove to them, right, that she is in fact a demon. Um, like they go for some pretty hardcore kills. Like, uh, the tech guy gets burned alive and like right in front of his niece. And then the niece is like, she, the, the guy like burnt alive into a crisp and his skin's all melting. Like it melts off on her leg. Yeah. You know? And so like, this is too hardcore. It's taken itself. It's not like fun. Like it's hard to describe sort of fun. Um, because like fun can be absurd. Uh, but this was leaning into like a more serious, like absurd, like it wasn't trying to con- there's just a lot of this weird stuff going on in this movie when it comes to lane cracking jokes. And then, um, these guys just being like, like tormented, right? Like there was torment in what's that movie that I really liked dead alive. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's like a lot of that there, but it's, 
like it's it's so heightened that you know it's in on the fun this movie only felt like it was in on the fun a quarter of the time and then when you're like in like when you're trying to like like in that trying to straddle that line but you're so far into like the serious stuff it kind of feels weird it feels mushy um and it doesn't quite work because of that I don't know if I'm explaining this well. Yeah, no, that's that's um, kind of how I feel as well. Like, it, it almost feels like season four of Community, where Dan Harmon wasn't part of the show anymore. And this is like fresh in my mind because I've been watching some YouTube videos just mm-hmm. like that pop up. And this is on my mind. But like season four of Community had like this really bad problem where the showrunner left. Well, he was fired. Um, and like that show was more or less um, the showrunner and all this talent that he cultivated for that season. And a lot of that talent then left. So he basically had two new showrunners that replaced Dan Harmon and then a bunch of like other directors and writers. And it just felt like an imitation of this thing. And when I watched this movie, it kind of felt like it was trying to, to be the best of things that these guys have watched in the past. And that's why I brought up like the evil dead, uh-huh. because that seems to be like the, the most, um, direct line that it's referencing um like just uh, like you can just totally picture like lane as just like a like a very crazy deadite you know what i mean absolutely yeah yeah making all these corny jokes she's kind of like crazy the only thing she's not doing is really like laughing all the time she's moving sporadically her her whole skin and complexion changes um and then of course she makes a bunch of shit happen and torments people right like it's like if this was like like evil dead the cleansing hour like i would have totally believed it <laughs> yeah yeah um so so sort of that's kind of like the bulk of the movie for me it doesn't quite work but there's like a lot of cool stuff that i've sort of glossed over in like my five minutes of rambling that we're going to talk about in a little bit because i think a lot of scenes in this movie like genuinely had me like on my seat i was like really enjoying it um but then there were times that i was just kind of like ah, okay uh-huh. I hope the movie can just move on really fast That's, because yeah. because it, it really does feel like there's only like 60 minutes of movie and this is like a 90 minute movie. Um, and I just wanted that other 30 minutes to be like drastically cut down. And it and the things we're talking, the things I'm talking about now, I think I mentioned to you when we were watching this movie, was like that yeah, this feels like padding. Mm-hmm. Turns out it w- it kind of wasn't because there was a reason for it. And that's all these sort of like. Um, like vignette scenes where we get like people watching the stream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a lady's car broke down and her husband's kind of like fixing it and she's on her phone watching yeah. the cleansing hour. You've got the president's kid. We don't know it's the president's kid yet, but he's watching the cleansing hour. Got two bar maidens essentially, you know, watching the, cl- like we, we get all these different people yeah. and it feels very, um, uh, Truman showy, uh, except like Truman show actually did it right. where you don't it's not trying to turn these people into characters you kind of like get who they are at a glance yep yep and the truman show would just quickly show you who's watching get the reaction move out because for that movie it was important to see who was watching because we wanted to uh the movie wanted to um prove to you that there's like this fiction in this universe where all these people are watching this one guy and we want to be able to they're kind of like an audience surrogate in, in a way but for this it was it felt such so weird and it interrupted the flow of the film because we would spend minutes with these people yeah. Yeah. and you'd like, like, why the hell are we spending this much time with these people when they're not part of the cleansing hour? They're not in the exorcism. So <laughs> what did you think about those scenes? 
I agreed with you when we were watching it. I think you, you, we both kind of said that, you know, it felt like padding, you know, it, it felt like they had a good solid hour of a movie and then they kept throwing these little scenes in there and I was kind of bored with them. And yeah, you know, like, like we said, we could argue that they come into play at the end. That's fine. But just don't feel like they were necessary. It isn't, uh, it isn't like the ending doesn't feel like it justifies yeah, like the 15 yeah. plus minutes we spent with all these random people. Right. Yeah. But it was a good analogy about the Truman show. I mean, when you're saying it, it, it did remind me of that, just not as good. Um, you know, in Truman show, it worked. This, this didn't work at all. Like, yeah, it was like, Oh, we have, we have, you know, we have a pretty good 70 minutes, but we need another 20. So let's do this, you know? And it's just like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know, man, but you know, you explaining it, it was kind of how I felt like it had some good elements here. Like it wasn't, it, I've seen far worse films and it had like a, the idea itself is a really cool idea, you know, um, especially nowadays where everything is, you know, online and streaming and YouTube and, and social media. And, you know, you got these, these, you know, Drew and Max, they, they, they concoct this, you know, Max is this, he's a, he's a priest and he's going to do exorcisms. And it's so, I, you know, the thing is there's people out there that would actually believe it. You and I will look at it and go, come on, we know this isn't real, but people would go, yeah, oh my God, you know, he's totally a real priest and these exorcisms are really happening. And, and it's just, you know, and what, what was funny is they're selling stuff while they're doing an exorcism. Like he's, He's doing an exorcism, a supposed exorcism, and then cuts a cuts kind of away towards the camera and starts selling stuff. <laughs> it's just yeah, I would say that's like the one message of the of the film. I don't know what it is, but you know, just the uh, in your face corporatism that we sort of market to people. Like even as individuals, like we're just constantly trying to make money. Yeah, you know, and we'll do it in any way possible. For Max, I was selling essentially fake merch to yeah yeah supposedly it yeah. Real. yeah supposedly the stuff was yeah was, in fact you know. maybe not i actually take a step back because there's a lot of grifters and you know like certain religious communities right yeah like you know they sell you on an idea and they say you know bring your tithe give give your money to me mm-hmm. and then they fly in private jets and they try to justify that right yeah oh yeah i would say like maybe the movie's criticizing that but it didn't really feel like it because we only ever see Max like sell that stuff. And it's kind of like tongue in cheek and jokey. It doesn't feel like the movie's really putting seal into that point, but I, I, so I won't ignore that. It's not there. And I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, kudos to the movie for doing like trying to say something. Yeah. Um, if that was their intent for sure. I mean, he like, I mean, Max is, he's kind of like, man, he's mainly a, a douchey, right? I mean, yeah, the movie does a good job of establishing Drew and Max and Lane for the most part. Drew is like like the like the friend who's supporting his friend. Yeah. Or you know, I mean, Max. Yeah. yeah, he seems to do everything, right? He like I I don't know what you call him the producer. I don't know what you call him here, but he does literally everything. Max just comes in, shows up just about on time for the show and then you know, he's good at, at that, at what he's doing. He's, he's selling this product, which is, you know, fake, fake exorcisms. He's good at that. He's really good. And, and Drew does everything else. And Lane is his girlfriend and she's, you know, I mean, we find out later on in the movie, you know, cause, cause Lane and Max immediately, you could tell they don't like each other. 
or really Lane doesn't like him. And we find out later why that is, but you know, so, so they're all good at their jobs, you know, and we have a couple other players. I mean, but they're not, I don't know, man. Chris looks like he's the guy that homes that holds the mic. I don't know what you call that guy. Uh, Boom operate. I don't know. I don't, I, know. I don't know technology or all, all those terminology, you know, uh, the proper terminology for stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, th- he's the mic guy. He's the mic guy. Uh, Tommy was the special effects guy. And then Riley, I think is his niece. And she just, she goes to USC and thinks she knows everything. And she's like 20 and you know, she just seems like an asshole, but you know, so, so the main players are Max Drew and Lane, uh, you know, uh, you know, they, they, uh, Max, um, Max wanted a, a guest. The guest ended up not showing up. So they're getting ready to go and film, you know, the next episode. Yeah. Lane had to step in. Um, I'm not sure why. Oh, I guess the reason why that guest was taken off the table was just so that the demon, whatever, um, could use Lane's history with Max to drive a wedge between him and Drew. I think that's Maybe. the only reason I could have, but, that other, could be but other than that, there was no reason for, no. you know, the other, like the original guest to like be just stolen away by presumably like that, that demon. We don't know for sure. Yes. I, I don't remember the demons. Do you remember the demon's name? I don't remember. I thought it was Amon, but I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't remember. They kept going through a lot of different names. Like they had like, which I thought was kind of cool. Like a, it almost looked like an app where you could plug in any keywords and it would bring up a characteristic of a demon, you know, like this demon is so-and-so and it does this, this, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, to the story, you know, um, I don't know if they have something like that, like that exists, but for the sake of the movie, it was kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it I don't know, man, my, my issues I think were, like I said, cool story, some cool things going on here, but I felt like they missed an opportunity with, with, you know, Lane becomes the demon and the voice is so boring. It's like you have an opportunity because, you know, we've seen so many cool movies with, with demons and they have this just, you know, creepy voice, you know, I don't know, very menacing. And this was just very plain. I, I was, were you, I was bored by it. I, I was it, just so bored by it. I was like, come on, man. It was like such a non-factor for me, you know, like in gun Jam where they're making that. Yes. sound. I was oh hoping, my like, God. Yeah. imagine something like that. Just like something like eerie and unnatural. It doesn't sound human. Dude. I, I agree. That completely. Cool. Like in, um, uh, the grudge, the, uh, yeah. I, that is so simple, but it, it, you know, it's, it's effective. It, it freaks you out and none of that was happening here. Right. Like when it comes to like otherworldly supernatural stuff, um, like the things that we find scary things that are just kind of like a little off of being human. So like in those ghost stories, it's like, yeah, they float or they move so perfectly like in the air, like no human could ever do that. So I would do wish that they didn't just like disguise her voice. Like, cause I think like the, the actor who plays Lane is just like doing a voice. Yes. Right. I don't yes. like in like the exorcist, they have two people saying the same line. Right. I'm assuming one is ADR, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Um, but that like makes it sound very weird and strange because it's like, yeah, you hear like the demon's voice and you hear the girl's voice and they're like, like that whole movie is like those two beings being in conflict and then trying yeah. to like separate that conflict with the priests. And that's like a very effective like storytelling device. So that use of that effect is really cool. But in here, it was just like, let's have her move around weird and do like a weird voice. 
Now, like the 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 movements, I think they did okay. That 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 worked for me. Yeah, but like yeah. the voice was, I didn't even think about the voice. And that's like a problem. You want to you want to like be unnerved by the voice, I guess. Right. So I yeah, mean, you're a demon. You want to be, you know, you want yeah. this to scare you, and it just didn't. F- I wasn't scared by the demon. Like it's also like we've seen. I'm sure most of our like it's some portion of us seen like multiple Elm Street movies, and you know, like Freddy's a scary figure in like the first movie. Yeah. And then I, I did. I don't. I don't even remember the second movie. But like every subsequent film, like it's jokey, 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 jokey. Well, not so much two. Like I, and, when well, three, be, three became more. Look, I mean, one through three, the makeups, the makeups phenomenal, and he's very creepy and scary. And but then yeah, three is when they start introducing all the little one liners and stuff. And then it got really bad in four, and then it just, it just, it got horrible after that. You know. Well, that's my point. Is when you're trying to be funny in that way, you lose the horror. And that's why I thought maybe this was like some sort of homage or satire, but you know, it, I got like this mishmash of what the movie was trying to do and I couldn't figure it out. So I wasn't sure if it was trying to be funny or not. Um, that's the, that's the if, problem here, right? Right. I mean, and if I don't know what the movie's doing, then I lose confidence in the film. I don't know how to feel. And so it didn't work. So it's, it, you could not do like a freaky voice um, and do jokes, but the jokes need to be funny. If you try to yeah. do like these weird, this weird voice with the jokes, that's probably not going to work because no one's going to laugh. Yeah. It, um, it, and at that yeah. point it would be, you know, like we're here to make them uncomfortable. Well, I don't feel uncomfortable because everything's so flat. Um, so there's, there's just a lot of things not quite working in this movie in regards to just like these little things that, that really, really add up. Um, but what, what did work for you in this movie? What are things that stick out to you that, like oh yeah that was cool yeah I mean I thought I, you you were you mentioned the the way she was moving in the chair I thought that was that was good I I, I thought some of the effects the makeup were, were done really well you know I I love the idea I'm a sucker and I think when we were watching this you mentioned the green room but I'm I'm a sucker for for a movie that takes place in one area. You yeah, know, like the bottle movie. Yeah. Like the bottle I'd, episode, I'd, but in movie I, yeah, form. Yeah, I love that. It's it's simple, but it works for me most of the time. And and you know Yeah, I, we uh we watched um what's that movie that we did our last episode, I think? The Stephen King one. Stephen King? Yeah. Wait, was it Stephen King? No, I think the last one you and I did was Better Watch Out. Um what was prior to that did we do? Shit. The, the, the devil blood movie or the priest, the Jesus blood one. Demon oh, Knight. demon night. Yeah. 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 Demon night. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that's like that same idea. It is the same yeah. idea. And I love that. I love, I love that, you know, you're, you're in an area and, and, and this was basically, you know, one kind of larger room, which was kind of a set, you know, um, you know, demon night was a little bigger. was kind of like a church slash hotel thingy. I love those things. Um, and, and I just, I, I keep going back to, if you were being strictly campy, I'm on board. If you're being serious, I'm on board. Just find one of those and roll with it. And I, we, I just kept going back and forth. I, and that's why it's like, I, I, I liked it. I didn't like it. And it's, it's tough for me, man. It's just like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a five out of 10 for me. It's just there. It's just, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. You know? For you, there's nothing that really set this movie apart. No, it, right? it's it's not like I, it, and, and I wouldn't say like, Hey, don't go watch this because there are movies that we, that we have seen. I would say absolutely don't go watch it. Don't waste your time. 
This, I would say, give it a shot because it's not a terrible movie. It's just not a great movie. And they could have done so many better things. Just just pick a pick a lane. And I hate to say lane because I know, we're, you know, no, no pun intended, but pick a lane and go and go with it. Stick with it. If you if you want to do this, this kind of Sam Raimi ish type stuff, I'm all I'm on board, man. Do go for it. Like they could have been some cooler stuff with with the demon and, and all those things. You know, it's just. They kept flip-flopping. Like some of the religious stuff became too serious for me. The flashbacks. I understand why they did the flashbacks, but some of the flashbacks were kind of brutal. Like, like where, you know, cause you could tell, you know, Max and Drew have been friends a long time and they were in, I don't know what school that, that is that like, um, it's what, probably like a Catholic, Catholic boarding school, ca- Catholic or school, like that. you know, and, yeah. the, and then the, 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 the nun, you know, would, I don't know. I guess I don't know if they would screw off, but the nun would punish them, and and some nah, of the punish, nah, dude. So no? like, so like, this is Max not being like a good, like, like student of the Bible. Like he's supposed to be able to recite passages and stuff. So he's kind of like for a, the teacher, yeah, and he can't do it. And every time like Drew is trying to help him through it, but Max is just you know. He just keeps screwing up and yeah, he can't do it. He's kind of, he kind of like takes shortcuts, right? Like, I mean, well, to be fair, he's like a kid. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't, (laughs) the movie doesn't really paint a picture of Max, like being, I don't know, lazy or anything like that. He just doesn't know this stuff, you know, like he's not picking it up as fast as his teacher wants him to. Like the movie doesn't make any sort of argument. The only thing we get from Max is Max, like in like, like present Max, Mm. adult Max is saying like, yeah, I was kind of a dumb kid. We don't really see like he's just not picking up the material and then he gets punished for that. Um, I do find these like flashbacks a little weird. And uh, I do think this movie would be better for with like just like a whole recut. You get rid of some of the flashback stuff. You get rid of some of the 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 viewer stuff. And then you get like a like a like a 10, 20 minute tighter movie. Yeah, I think it would be better for it because that way we're spending basically all of our time just with the exorcism stuff. Why do you so so. This might be a dumb question. And I'm asking you this because, you know, the, and I don't know if you ever came across this when you're, uh, when you're at film school, but, or studying film. Let me, let me, yeah, let, let, me let me rephrase yeah, that. Very different. You yeah. studied film at, at Berkeley. So let me, let me rephrase I, that. I studied asterisk. I studied the history of film. History of film. And don't ask me anything because I don't remember. Because <laughs> you don't remember. No. But, you know, I know, I know most movies these days and especially horror, you know, you got to give you got to give 80 to 90 minutes, but what if you don't have a good 80 or 90 minutes, but you have a really good 60, why can't you just release that? It's just because there's not enough, you know, I mean, it's just not long enough, you know, it's not enough filler time. I mean, I don't, is, yeah, I'm not going to be able to answer this at length. I will say that, uh, most, I don't know at what point you have a short film and what point you have a feature length film. I think that's around like the 65 plus minute mark Um, or maybe the 69 plus minute mark. Cause I know most people do not want to release like a 71 minute film, right? They just don't. And I don't quite understand why that's the case. Cause if you think about it in terms of movie theaters and you would probably have a little experience with this, you're able to show more showings of a 70 minute movie than you can a two and a half hour minute or two, a two and a half hour long movie. Yeah. Right. That's true, just true. That's just how time works. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure what the case it might have to do with prestige. A longer movies generally it's just like considered a, like a like a better movie. Yeah. You know, I remember like when I don't I think it was Endgame when Endgame was coming up. We're like, man, 
like, what's the runtime of this movie? And it was like six hours as it wasn't six. But people were like really yeah, concerned yeah. with like how long it was. And they felt the longer the movie was going to be, the better it was going to be. Um, you know, for like a movie like that, that makes sense. You've got a huge ensemble cast, a whole bunch of different storylines. And because it's Avengers end game, we know that there's going to be at least one or two, maybe more characters who are going to have the storylines wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And that was obviously the case. So yeah. you want to have time for all that stuff. And of course you want to be a fun movie on top of that. So, but for like a typical, like horror movie like this, I don't know why they would feel like they would need to hit that 90 minute mark besides they learn in like, you know, like film school or they, when they learn how to write a screenplay that a typical screenplay is 120 pages and it translate that translates to about 90 minutes on screen. Oh, okay. Um, that's not exactly the case. It could be, you know, sometimes it's one minute per page, but like that, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, we should look into it I just because curious. it is an interesting question because I, I do think that you'd have a vastly better or at least a, a, a more fun movie. If this movie was 15 minutes shorter yeah. and cut out a lot of the fat that you just don't need. Because, yeah, you know, I, I agree. There's, I agree. we get the flashback stuff pretty quickly. We know Max isn't, we know we got like, we just, we just know the whole, the whole storyline within a few minutes. Like we might not know that he's going to inadvertently stab the teacher in the eye. But I mean, that, that's just kind of like unfortunate accident, really. It's not even really Max's fault. And, and is it really just there to kind of come back to haunt him towards the end of the movie? Like, I mean, we see her. I'm not even sure what that adds to the movie, honestly. It didn't add anything for me. Yeah. Like, nothing for me. No, I'm, I mean, from like a storytelling perspective, like, it's something that haunts him, sure. But it wasn't his fault. It was an accident. It was an accident. Now, if he had yeah. actually like stabbed her in the eye. Then that would be, I thought that's where they were, they were going. He was going to take the pencil and stab her in the eye, but he didn't even do that. He just pushed her. Yeah. Like, get off my friend. You're like seriously physically assaulting my friend. Yeah. Like, like slamming his head into the desk. That like makes sense to push her. To, you know, stop. Yeah. I would even like court sort of understand like, yeah, she, he stabs him with her, with a pencil. I even kind of get that. Like, like Max isn't a bad guy here in like any scenario on the movie hasn't pushed her. And like, yeah, that's shitty that the pencil went in her eye, but it's not Max's fault. Yeah. At all. You know? So I'm not quite sure what was going on from a narrative point. If besides it being something that haunts him, but it was going to be something that haunts Max, then it should have actually been something sinful. And that could be like through killing this teacher um to protect his friend. Because you'd be very conflicted. Yeah, sure. yeah. I killed a person to protect someone, but I was protecting someone, so is that okay? But we don't get that. We 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 absolve sort of all guilt from Max. So I'm not quite sure what he's guilty about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think this was a misstep on the movie's part. So that would also need to be corrected. But okay, uh, let me just take a little step back. Let's yeah. talk about because yeah. I asked you what you liked about the movie. Yeah. Because I I've noticed that of the two of us when we're doing an episode together, I'm usually the one sort of saying like what what didn't work for me, what didn't like, what I didn't like. Uh, I'm going to reverse that 2021. It's 2021. It's the, it's the it's year. All, of, it's a new year. Yeah. You're a positivity, right? <laughs> you're a positive. So <laughs> things that I liked about this movie, when the movie was doing horror, it did it really well. Um, I said earlier that I was on the edge of my seat at some points in the movie. Um, the scene where the gaffer guy, the Mike guy, um, uh, Chris, Chris, um, he's, he's seeing things that yeah, aren't yeah. real. And he essentially, you know, 
in order to get these things off him, he's like cutting himself with a razor blade. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Obviously he's going to like slice his neck. He does. I was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. I forgot cool. about that scene. That was really cool. Yeah, that's a good scene. Um, I, cause I, I get really squirming about like self-harm and oh, that, that yeah. did it really well. Like, yeah, he's freaking out. He doesn't believe that these things aren't there in his mind. They are there. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was like freaking out by that. Um, what else did I like? I liked, uh, like the kill with the Tommy special effects guy yeah. was cool. Yeah. Obviously the makeup on that was really great when it just kind of like coming off the, yeah. his niece's leg. Um, did you think that the niece's kill was kind of lazy? That was boring, but was that's, lazy that's from, not, yeah. this isn't the thing we're doing in this corner. I know we're doing the good stuff. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Let me see here. Um, what else did I really like? Um, I think I, you know, I did like the, I, you know, I, I love the, 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 the colors in this, the very kind of muted, you know, which is, which is, you know, which is, I said, reminiscent of a, of a demon, you know, demon type movie. Sometimes you can get that wrong. You know, I kind of felt that that was good. Um, you know, there were some humor here and there that I, you know, thought did work. Um, some like we talked earlier didn't, but. Um, I really like the build up to Lane being actually possessed because you know, like he she gets the direction from Drew to put her head down, and then it's just down there for like minutes while Max <laughs> is doing his thing, and then you know, like things are getting weird and stuff, and she like pops in the head, and then it's like a reveal that oh yeah, like that was really cool. I liked all the like tricks that the demon was pulling like through Lane's body by her like spewing like this black bile vomits putting stuff in her throat, which yeah. I think has been done before, but I liked it here too. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, a lot of that stuff was cool. I liked how there was the, uh, Chekhov's gun with the, the silly, like Google glass. Like I forgot what they were called. Oh, the little, yeah. Yeah. The with the like, glasses. glasses. Yeah. 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 I kind of like that. And like, I, I thought it was going to be a throwaway gag, but then I was like, if they use this, that'll be cool. I don't know what they could use it for, but it'd be cool. And they did use it as a way to basically just read the script to, get rid of Amon or whatever the demon's name is. So I thought that was cool. That's, that's just good writing. Um, and I think that's the bulk of it. Yeah. I, and I do like, uh, um, I do, I do like how the, um, the viewer stuff does lead to something. Cause I thought it wasn't going to, and it pleasantly surprised me when it did, but I will say, all right. Positivity corner ended. Okay. I will say that, uh, that whole, the whole idea of this movie is extraordinarily silly. <laughs> and, and it barely justifies itself um with its ending barely um yeah so the idea of this film is a demon possesses uh lane a guest on uh, we'll just say a guest right okay. it is lane but a guest yeah. Yeah. on the uh cleansing hour i guess that has personal history with two of the uh main people behind the show and this demon then wants to use the platform of the internet to make a mockery of the like their religious faith and priesthood in general by showing that Max and this whole production is fake. And then once like people might have like questioned their faith or whatever, they're then going to have Satan come and literally spawn in front of the camera and then uses a demon power to uh, spread it through the internet and infect a bunch of people either turning them into demons or just like, like kind of like zombie type things. Right. Yeah. That's extraordinarily convoluted and silly. It is. And this is why we, I was talking earlier about like this mushy, is it being serious or is it having like fun? And it's not having enough. 
fun mixed with the serious stuff for me to think that it's tongue in cheek. I think it's taking itself seriously. I think yeah. that's so silly that it doesn't work. Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have it, said it better, man. I, it's I, yeah. so extraordinarily like who, why would you write this? I was, I was happy that they committed to just Satan popping up. I was like, okay, that's the logical like end game of all this stuff is to just have the devil himself come here. But to then like him use the internet as like yeah. a means of like spreading his like evil devil powers and infecting like 17 million people. That was stupid. It, it was stupid. I, I agree. I, I, I've seen stuff like this in previous movies. Uh, I'll be honest, man. I'm tired of seeing some sort of demon transformation or something because it never looks right. Like a reg, uh, excuse me, like a devil. Okay. Demons are cool. I, I'm all for demons. But when you introduce, say, the devil at the very end of these movies, and I've seen it so many times, it just never works for me. Like I've never seen one really good, like devil. And I, I don't know. Man. It was, I do like how, like, um, like in the first saw movie, it's revealed that, you know, yeah, yeah. he's like in the bathroom the whole time. That's freaking. That's awesome. what this kind of reminded me of where like the devil just kind of like uses the Tommy corpse and like, it's, all, it's like a burned charred corpse, right? It even makes that sense there. And you just, excuse me. He just like burst out of it, you know? Yeah. Like he, like he walks it and then he, kinda, then he like goes blah. And I was like, Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I like that. You but know, then, but then like the design was just not working for me. No. And again, I, it, it's just, look, don't try to tackle it because it's hard to tackle that. You know, you're, you're trying to convey the devil and this, you know, evil figure. And most of the time, if not all the time, it just doesn't work. I think, uh, I think, Every movie after Constantine has had this problem Ugh. because Constantine does it really well. You thought so? Yeah, I think Ugh. that's the best version of Satan I've ever seen on I, film with maybe. And I haven't actually seen this movie all the way through, but Al Pacino in. Um, oh, uh, the, uh, with uh, was that Brad Pitt? No, it's uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, uh, the devil. Um, Is it the devil's contract or the devil's advocate? One devil's, of those things. Devil's advocate, something like I that. I haven't seen this it's movie. It's not contract. It's, I think, the devil's advocate or okay. something like that. I've never the watched it. The lawyer movie. Yeah, I never watched it all the way through either. Um, like those are maybe like the best I've seen. And for whatever reason, I've seen a lot of the Al Pacino performance there. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because in like the mid or late 2000s, this was on the like TV a lot, but it was obviously Probably. censored. So, you know. Um, yeah, no, I really liked, I don't remember the actor's name, but yeah. And Constantine really, really good. And he's only there for like three or four minutes. Perfect. Uh, I, uh, I thought it was great. I had to revisit Constantine. I saw it the one time I just was, I wanted to really like it. It was just, uh, it was just okay for me. No, yeah. I like the idea of it, but I don't know, man. I just say stick with, stick with the demon. Don't, don't bring the devil into it. Just stick with the demons, man, because the demons you can, the demons are easier to convey. There, you know, you can have a lot more fun with the well, demons. They also know? don't have like uh, the expectations that they you need to live up to. The devil does. Like the devil has to yes, be the worst of you. the worst. Um, but when you have just like Amon, who's like a big wig and like the devil's army, then you can like obviously make him like really like bad shit, like wild and crazy and terrible and awful and all these things. But it doesn't have to be the worst thing ever. Whereas the devil does. You know, that's just kind of like the American mythos we have around the devil, you know, like separate from religion, right? Like you yeah. don't even need to be a religious person. Like, Oh yeah, the devil's the, the worst like bad guy ever. 
Um, and, and it's right. It's like, but like his whole plan is just to like infect 17 million people and have them start going on a murder, murder spree. And yeah, and that's like, like if we're talking about like present day stuff, that's the one that feels most present day, but there's no way this movie like foresaw the coronavirus, right? No, no. no Cause this would no. have been like done before that. Oh, absolutely. It came um, out in 2019, probably was being filmed in 2018 or, you know, something like that. So no. You know, um, yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of like feels like the most of the times to me, because like, yeah, a lot of really horrible people are intentionally not, not not intentionally, but they're choosing to make choices that can potentially infect other people, which might lead to other people dying. Yeah. And that's kind of like kind of but the movie wasn't made yet, so they couldn't be making that point. No, you know no. what I mean? I, so, just a coincidence, I would say. Because yeah. um, that's the know. thing I said. I was like, when was this movie made? And then it was 2019, which yeah. one was it released? So I was like, yeah, okay, so that, my that, guess. These that shutter, doesn't line up. No, these Shutter movies usually are a year, year and a half or two prior, you know, and they'll be released, you know. Um, but I mean, like I said, man, I, you know, I think what you and I, and it's rare that this happens, but you and I are, I think right on the same page on this thing, man. You yeah. Know? It was, it was an okay movie. It's an, um, it's an okay movie. I, 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 like I said, I wouldn't, I would recommend it. I say, I, I would tell a person, yeah, go ahead and give it a shot. Um, you know, and I want, there, I want there to be like a Topher Grace edit of this movie. That's just like, <laughs> like cuts out like 20 minutes. And I think you would get like a. Like a solid five, six movie to like a solid, maybe like 7.5 or something, you know? I th- like, I think so. I, I If you took out, if we took out the 20 or so minutes that you and I agree that really wasn't relevant, wasn't needed at all. I think you're looking at probably a, yeah, like a maybe a seven, you know? I don't know. But the, I don't know. I would like to know that. It's got to be a money thing. Uh, you know how you promote it. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. Um, I don't see why you can't. Why can't you make a good, give me a, a good 60 minutes? Because if you give me a really good 60 minutes, I'm stoked instead of a okay 80 minutes. You know, I've seen several movies that, that like, I mean, one that comes to mind, I've said this for a year, Casino is a great movie. But I, I would argue with anyone, you take out 30 minutes of it and you have a better movie. Because 30 minutes of a drug for me. And I felt like it was just, it wasn't needed. You know, now I'm sure a lot of people argue that with me, but that's, that's a movie that comes to mind. And I've said that for years. And so just, you know, I, I don't know, man, you know, not well, a, it's not like the length of the movie brings it down. It's that I can't justify its length. Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm, I'm good. Look, I'm good with, I, I, dude, I've sat through movies. I've sat through a three, three and a half hour movie. And if it's good, it just doesn't feel like that, you know? Um, there's lots of, I mean, we don't, you know, we don't, Tarantino does, you know, his running times is usually two and a half to three hours. And, and for the most part, it doesn't feel like that at all. You know, there's plenty of movies that are good. I mean, the Godfather, I don't know how long that is. It doesn't feel like that, you know, um, cause it's just so good. You know, um, you don't need 90 minutes here. I, you know, 70 minutes would have been just fine, you know, but, um, I don't know, man, did, was there any other stuff that like we, we liked or didn't like that maybe we just forgot about. I'm glad you brought up the whole, uh, the, the, the scene with Chris. I, I actually liked that. I thought that was, that was pretty clever. Um, um, to, if, trying to if think. we're asking that question, I think we're like, good. You know what I mean? I'll tell you this. <laughs> yeah. And I think we are too. Um, I think for the most part, the listeners are going to get the gist of what we're, t- you know, what this movie is about. What I, and again, I'm, I want to ask you what you thought about this because at the beginning of the movie, you know, Max, the priest, the supposed priest, 
he's all about viewers. And he, and I remember him, there was a uh, line where he said, I would give anything to have, I don't know, 4 million viewers. Oh, and then like, someone's like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And then at the very end, after all this shit he went through, you know, he got his fingers bitten off. He was all these things, you know, he came out and said, he's a fraud and all these things. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, the dust kind of settles and he goes to his phone and he's got like 4 million new viewers or something like that. Well, it's and that. it was, and he's verified on Twitter too. Oh, geez. That was it too. Yeah. It was yeah. verified. And, and it was that evil smirk that he had like, Oh, this was oh. worth it. Did you catch that? I, I mean, I thought that was the only happy ending for Max because he gets out alive. His friend is okay. And you know, the only thing besides that, that Max cares about was that, um, so I didn't think it was evil. I thought that if anything, this was the, the happiest ending for Max and also extraordinarily sad because the only thing that makes him happy is, um, sort of the validation that you get from trying to sort of the narcissistic validation you get from just having a bunch of people follow you and yeah. maybe like you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I actually kind of thought it was kind of a bummer when I saw that and I felt really bad for Max. Like he'd never be, but I didn't think it was evil and that he wished all this had happened. I don't know if he'd wished it. We know he had mentioned it earlier in the film, but I think now that he has it, you know, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe an evil smile was maybe, I don't know. No, you you felt bad for him though. huh? Like I felt bad. Like this is, like, like, like this ex- is all Max ex- has, man. He just has, he has nothing else. And, and you know, he's verified on Twitter. He's a bunch of followers. People kind of know what's out there, but I, I just don't. Cause he's never going to be able to. I, I, I didn't think about this because I, again, the movie doesn't try to like argue the case here, but at the character development's kind of, it's, I guess it's like technically there because all these characters kind of like go through, you know, revealing stuff. And you think that because they reveal that stuff that they then can change from it. I don't think the movie makes the argument that they've actually changed from it. Um, and I don't see evidence of that. So when we see Max at the very end, I, even though he's gone through all this stuff and his world has certainly changed, um, I don't see that he's still not this narcissistic, ego, maniacal dude who just wants followers and money to support his you know, like high octane lifestyle where he just wants to get drunk every night, you know, have sex with uh, strange women and then do it again the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just really see that a lot. Um, So that's why I say it's kind of a bummer ending. And if they were to make a sequel to this, it'd be very interesting because there'd be 17 million people going around and Max could be like a figurehead to like try to, stop all this stuff so it would just feed into him anymore more yeah ego, but the movie yeah. doesn't the movie just ends on this weird note where like obviously the world is ending like all around everybody but like for like the paramedics and everyone else it's just like business as usual you know what i mean like uh like yeah, lane yeah. and drew are just going back to their apartment or whatever uh-huh. like it's just all very weird but like the world is literally ending the president was just assassinated and by his by his son by his son no less and then there's 17 million people crazy like running around killing people yeah um, so I don't know. I kind of lost myself there. Nah. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I could see that. I mean, kind of, it's kind of a, a, kind of a bummer. I mean, it's about a random period, but it's kind of a bummer for Max, huh? 
like like this is it. This is it for him. Like he wanted this. He gets all these new people to follow him, but what does he have to offer them? Because that's what what just that transpired is never you know like we could argue it's that's not going to happen again. And this is where like a sequel would be really interesting because Max did beat the demon, like actual priests or no, he did along with his buddy Drew and Lane. Like they won. And but now, but did they win though? I mean, because seventeen well, million people obviously were <laughs> that's no they 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 beat the demon. They lost to the devil, sure, um, but they did sensibly win. So you know when you see George Washington win a bunch of battles, suddenly George Washington is a, the figurehead for your whole resistance, right? Mm. You see Max winning here. You see him gain a bunch of followers and literally defeat evil. So who would be the natural person to sort of be the symbol of this resistance versus the devil? And that would be Max. That's why I find the idea of a sequel interesting, but I don't think like the movie makes that, that case. It's just something that, that my brain does when I think about this stuff. You do this a lot. Yeah. Well, I do this on the podcast a lot. I don't actually think about this stuff on my free time. <laughs> that's true i guess this, you know, this is only stuff that it's comes up after i think show. about it you know, yeah because yeah. i'm like forced to think like i, I obviously thought about like a, like the truman show stuff and all this stuff when i was like taking a shower or whatever or you know just going about my day but when i like think about like sequel ideas or whatever like just like the natural extension of the story that only happens in here dude for the most part mm. i think i did one time when i was driving or whatever but yeah yeah most of that happens right now um but the movie doesn't make that case. So if the movie doesn't make that case and it's not canon, then yeah. it just, it's just ramblings from just a guy who watched a movie. Um, so that's why I don't think it's like an evil smirk. And mm. that's also why I feel bad for Max, because even if we did have like, say the camera ran for like another 20 minutes, just like it did on like better watch out where like, you know, we can like imagine where that sequel goes. Like I only feel sorry for Max because now he's going to be like a figurehead for a resistance that might just inevitably fail. And does his, does his character change if he's going through like this feedback loop of where he did gain all these followers and it just goes to his head so he can then act more like an asshole and then just, it keeps going and going and going mm-hmm. and going. Yeah. You know, like that's fine. But I, you know, that's why I'm saying like the, the character development in this movie is just kind of like, ah. Eh. Like, I don't know. I guess, I guess stuff happens, but yeah. it doesn't feel like anyone's really changed. No, not really at all. I mean, I don't feel that way, you know? Yeah. But anyway, hit me up for uh cleansing hour two. <laughs> cleansing. The, the cleansing Max, monks. Max, so cleansing hour two, Max versus the evil dead. <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't know. The, the evil dead, the cleansing year, something like that. Year. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They have to, if they, that's the case, they got to go more on the, campy because like i mean dude these are these are literally the way they were killing people too was just so like wild like it, it was like it the was. like the the bar maidens i don't i don't i'm i don't know why i'm calling them bar maidens i don't know why you're calling bar yeah <laughs> i'm the, thinking of like D stuff and i just such a D thing yeah um yeah they, so like these two like these two women at the bar like they like kill a guy by stepping on a like a empty beer bottle like in his mouth yeah you know and then I, mean? I think there was the restaurant like the cooks in the restaurant were like one guy was like steaming a guy's yeah, on the grill. His, yeah. His grill. And the other one was taking a meat cleaver or something. So yeah. There's and you some... had like the, the tire kill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember like, I think our very first episode was, I don't remember what the movie was called, but it had like a, like a tire death. 
Oh, uh, happy birthday to me. Yeah, happy birthday yeah, with to the, me. Yeah, with the motorcycle, uh, the dirt bike. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. reminded me of that. Yeah, which is funny because that was about a year ago. Our first episode was yeah. happy birthday to me. Can you believe it's been a year? Yes. Pretty crazy. It's yeah. been the longest year it's ever. Been the longest well, year. Well, well, not for podcast wise. It's it's because of well, we all know 2020 was kind of eh. Right. Yeah, you know, hopefully 2021 will be better. So yeah, that's uh, that's the cleansing hour. That's the cleansing hour. It's an okay movie. Yeah, it's an okay movie. Don't expect uh, don't expect The Exorcist here. If you're in an okay mood, <laughs> yeah, if you're an okay, mood. and you just want to watch something okay and feel better that you've never made anything yourself, this is the movie to, <laughs> this to watch. Is, this is the one. What's funny though is that obviously <laughs> so much work went into this, so I'm never going to like just purely bash. I don't think I was bashing this movie. I'm just no. I feel no. like we're just kind of pointing things out that didn't work for us, but. Obviously, I, I do yeah. respect all the work that goes into oh, this. Oh, absolutely! Man. And there was like minutes of the, like like dozens of minutes of this movie where like I was genuinely having a good time. No, de- absolutely, man. Yeah, it's I, just this isn't like the best horror movie you could be spending your ninety minutes on. Yes, there's plenty of right. other ones that are you know out there that are that are better. Um, but yeah, you know, if you've seen all of them and want to check out this one, check it out. You know. Yeah. So all right, man. I think that's it for us. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for listening and everyone, uh, hopefully 2021 is, is, uh, starting out better than 2020. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the sun's a little brighter. The, the birds are chirping. Louder. No, it's, it's just as bad so far. <laughs> it's, it's maybe even worse. Don't say that. Don't say um, that. Let's knock on wood here. Knock on wood, <laughs> uh, salt over the shoulder. I hope everyone stays safe and finds enjoyment where they can. Um, watch movies, read comics, read books, watch TV shows, spend time safely in your home with your loved ones, with your immediate family. Be safe when you go outside, all that jazz. Yep. I agree. I agree. All right, man. Do it for us. Everyone, uh, everyone stay safe. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you tell everyone about our ear for fear podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ear for fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can keep up to date on news, events, and episodes. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you come back and get an earful.